What's going on my friends? This is Dustin Stelzer with the Electrician U Podcast and today we're gonna talk about whether or not you should choose to be a specialized electrician and stay with one thing your whole career or to be a really well-rounded electrician and hop around. So stick around, let's dig into it. All right, so there's really no right answer for this, but I wanted to at least talk about kind of pros and cons. Should you be somebody in the electrical field who starts out day one doing one thing and then you are 20 years down the line and you're still doing that exact same thing, or should you try new things constantly and go to different environments and learn all kinds of new things? There are pros and cons. And like I said, there's no right or wrong answer, but it's something to consider as you start your career or you, you know, you're going in your career for a little while. So my experience, um, I've, I've actually, I've worked with people that are kind of like on this spectrum in any, in, in every way. So, uh, I've gotten to see a lot of this, but I can talk from my own experience. So when I first started out, I started out doing high end custom homes. And, uh, at the same time we were doing high end custom homes, we were doing small commercial and uh, small to medium commercial really like strip centers um you know like restaurants things like that um but at the same time you know massive massive houses so it was largely new construction based it wasn't service based so for me the first few years there were so many things that i could learn in those environments every single new house was completely different they had new technology some of them had crazy lighting control systems like homework systems uh, lutron systems for those of you who don't know what i'm talking about um, and some of them didn't some of them were just regular you know small little remodels um, there was some multifamily stuff. We would do duplexes and fourplexes. And so I got to see a lot of things over a few years. Um, but largely what we did the majority of were these massive, like 10 to 15, 20,000 square foot homes. And then, you know, on the commercial side, there was enough of, you know, me being a helper. So I, I had to jump around from job to job. So it appeared like I was getting a whole bunch of different experience. But in all reality, as the years went on, I realized this is a lot of the same thing. It's just new buildings that it's happening in. Now, that being said, within four to six years of just doing that kind of work, there's so many buildings and so many things you can learn. And every single building teaches you at least a hundred new things and there's a bunch of new materials and a bunch of new appliances and a bunch of new problems that you have to try to overcome and there's weird th things with services and there's you know doing underground and then there's doing overhead and there's like all kinds of different things that happen all the time and so you're constantly running across new challenges now especially if you're in commercial you could do a bank one day and it's this crazy thing and they got elevators and they got vaults and you know you have to get lighting inside of a vault which vaults this huge crazy thing like how do you even penetrate to get in the vault and then the security of making penetrations into a vault you know so there's a lot of like tricky things that you got to figure out but then you can move over into like a trucking facility and all you're doing is providing power for you know welding equipment or you might have like uh, automotive lifts that are lifting up these heavy trucks and so you might be on like a 480 volt power supply or you might have like an 800 amp service at this one where the last one you had a 400 amp service and so the gear changes and everything changes about how you're going to do what you're going to do so that's what i mean when you when you're doing one thing and you're starting out everything's going to seem so different but as you go on and you're you know, like 10 years in, you start to realize everything is really the same. And so you could kind of get to this point where you're like, oh, I just don't feel like I'm growing in my career. I feel like I should go somewhere else and do something different. And that's totally fine. But there is something to say 
about sticking with the same thing for your entire career. You could make an entire lifelong career out of being a custom home residential new construction electrician. Like, there's so many different kinds of electricians and so many different like diverse angles and parts of our industry where you can be, you can do nothing but solar your entire career. You could do uh, nothing but like industrial service work where you're just going through and doing plant shutdowns and changing out, you know, motor control centers and, and like assembly line equipment, motors and things like that. Um, you could specialize in instrumentation. You could, there's so many different things that we need people that have 30 years of experience doing this one thing because it's necessary when things go wrong, you need somebody that's that experienced at that specific thing. And so people that are very experienced at a very specific thing are really the best at that thing. The downside comes is that most of the time they're the best at only that thing. And so they can't really do a whole lot else unless they've had a lot of varying experience over the years. So when I got into service after about the first, I don't know, three or four years of my, my uh, career, uh, the, the like 2008, 2009 craziness happened. So there was some time in there where I just went and waited tables because the company I was with went out of business. And then I got asked to come back after a year. So I came back again. And when I started the next phase of my career, I was like, you know what? I kind of want to do something different. I want to get a little bit more pay. I want to have a company truck. I want to get my journeyman license. I want to like, you know, have a fresh start and kind of gain some new experience. And so that's when I started doing commercial service work and it was not residential. It was very specifically commercial and industrial. And so we would go to these industrial facilities and we would do, uh, when, when they would change out equipment or they would bring in new equipment. They needed electricians to come in and kind of maintain or fix problems when things happen. And it, you know, they would, something would happen and their entire facility would go down because they couldn't produce the product they were trying to produce. And they needed, and it was an emergency and they had to do it right then and there. And even the commercial stuff that we did, because it was service-based, that just means it was maintenance-based. It wasn't going and putting a brand new Walmart in. It was when Walmart, you know, had some kind of problem. They had like an 800 amp breaker just boom, blow. And so now they have a whole portion of the store that doesn't work. And now all their produce is going bad. So they got to get trucks to come in and, uh, you know, like refrigeration trucks. They got to unload the store and put everything in these trucks so they don't lose, you know, a million dollars in produce. And so it's like emergency, two o'clock in the morning, you get a call and you're going out, you know, so it's really, really exciting. And it was kind of cool stuff. And I noticed too, with service work, your, your head is in the code book nonstop. For you to really be effective and good as a service electrician, you have to be in the code book. Not that you have to know a lot of code, you just have to be able to find a lot of code. There's a lot of crazy environments. We would have stuff with like fuel dispensing facilities and there's some things that you have to consider when you're in hazardous environments like that about what kind of conduit you use and what kind of burial depths that you have and what things can be near other things because you might have some uh, gases. You might have uh, an environment that, you know, there's explosive chemicals or fumes or you might have fibers that you're spraying and these fibers are ignitable. And so there's just a lot of things to consider when you're going into all these crazy new environments every day. And when you're a service electrician, it's constantly problem after problem after problem. So you're walking into a new thing, a new problem, a new thing you've never seen before, and you got to make something work. And you're constantly coming across materials that are 30 years old and you've never even seen some of this stuff before. Now you got to come up with some new solution because they don't make that product anymore. And so it's just a constant change every single day. So that also goes 
with you know some good and some bad. You develop a lot of skills that a lot of other electricians just don't have. You learn to troubleshoot and understand wiring systems, electrical systems on a much deeper level. You start understanding theory on a much deeper level. You understand code on a much deeper level. However, in doing that, that constant change and moving around a lot, you're seeing a lot of different things, but you're not becoming highly skilled or specialized at one thing. So you can solve problems really great, but you don't have a 20 year history of this one thing that you do all of the time. So, you know, it has its ups and downs, but I will say even being a service tech after 20, 30 years, you could be one of the best troubleshooters in the world because that's the thing that despite the changing environments all the time, the nature of solving a problem every single day means that you have solved almost every problem that's out there. So you can understand in your mind what is happening on a property before you even pull up. You can understand how materials work because you understand this one lighting control system and you know how it syncs with their building management system and you know where all these light poles are and what the likelihood of the length of the run is to where they might have put a junction box so it might be covered over with concrete, you know? And so like you just start to understand because you come across stupid problems all the time and you become very, very, very good at problem solving. And that's not something a lot of just new construction people are good at. They're used to clean, brand new stuff, nothing in the way. You know, the problems they have to solve are like, crap, that wall was there yesterday and now it's not there today. Like, what do I do? You know, so it's just a very different kind of mindset. So uh, with me, again, kind of moving on. So I, I did the first four years, I was doing largely residential and commercial new construction. And then the next four years, I was doing largely service work for commercial and industrial. So at that point, you know, between those two things, I got exposed to a lot of solar. I got exposed to a lot of three-phase, single-phase, industrial gear and equipment and wiring systems, residential, commercial, all of it, right? Like I've been able to maintain and build pretty much anything that's been put in front of me. So I have a lot of great experience at a lot of different things. I have a lot of theory knowledge and a lot of code knowledge. So there's a lot of practical application, but there's a lot of like researching and problem solving. So I consider myself a very well-rounded electrician, but I don't consider myself somebody who is highly specialized at one thing. And I think for me, it just comes down to a preference. It comes down to my personality style. I get bored with the same thing over and over and over and over. I don't want so much stability in this. This isn't anything in my life, really. Like I don't want so much of the same thing constantly over and over and over. There needs to be some variability to most things in my life. You know, like I'll, uh, I'll drive the same truck till the wheels fall off, but like, I'm not going to keep getting the same truck for the rest of my life. It's like, once I burn through a vehicle, it's like, no, now I want something like completely different. I want to like have some kind of new thing to get lost into for a little while. And so with my career choice, it's always going to be that same kind of thing. I'm going to do something. I'm going to try to master it or try to get like really good at it. Cause I don't think you can actually fully master anything in this industry. Um, it just keeps evolving and changing. And there's always going to be somebody that knows more than you. And even those of you that watch my videos, a lot of people are like, oh, you're the greatest electrician. Dude, I am not the greatest electrician. There are tons of dudes out there, again, that have been like 30 years building custom homes. And that's all they do. They know way more than me, like way, way more. There's people that, you know, a lot of the, the people that you might see out there that have uh, podcasts and books and stuff that are code makers or experts in code, a lot of them were never actually electricians or they were electricians for like two years or four years or something like that. And then they started 
doing the corporate thing and then they became code makers and they got really into code making and they've been doing that for like 30 years they have been just nose in the code book as their career as their job every single day for decades so like there's no way i could compete with their level of understanding of code i also don't care that much codes just doesn't like rile me up and make me all excited i know code enough to be effective in the field and then the things i don't know i can find I know the code book, you know, the, the, the structure of it, the order of it, where things are, why things are the, the way that they are. I don't need to know every single little changed nuance from the 2008 version to the 2005 and what year ArcFault got introduced and what is this in 2011. I don't care. I don't need to know any of that stuff. It just is not important to me. But we need people that do care about that stuff and that do know that stuff. So the people that are maybe not electricians and haven't been electricians but are on the code making panel that are in there every day, all day, it's necessary and we absolutely need that. Just like we need those people that are 30 year residential only people, just like we need those people that are have been an inspector for 30 years, may not have ever been an electrician, but they know what they're talking about with inspections because the sheer volume of homes they've seen over the years. We need people just as much who get lots of experience and a lot of different things because they're well-rounded. So you put them in any situation and I guarantee they've seen it or they have seen something similar to it, but their ability to troubleshoot and come up with a solution for a problem is far superior than most people that are just highly specialized in one thing. We need all of it and there's no wrong answer to any of it. We really as an industry, we need people in all of it. So it just really comes down to your preferences. What do you like to do every day? Do you want to be paid really well because you know 20 or 30 years of one thing? Nothing wrong with that. If you like that kind of stability, the over and over, going to the same types of jobs every day and mastering the living heck out of it, that's totally fine. If you don't get bored with that kind of a thing, I highly recommend that that's your path. But if you're somebody that needs constant change and you want variability and you want a little bit of flexibility and coming across new things every day, I would say think about moving around and getting a lot of different experience at different types of environments. You know, go try solar for a few years. And when I say to do that, I, I think you should actually stick for a few years in something before you move on. Because just a few jobs could take a month each, you know? So like in three months time, you might not actually get to see that much difference if you go somewhere. Um, if you're going to do service, you know, three to four years, that gives you a really good understanding of service work and problem solving. And that rewires your mind a certain way. And so it gives you a lot of valuable information and skill after three to four years. But same thing with new construction. After three to four years of banging on houses, banging on brand new buildings, running conduit, you know, three phase services, Delta Y, all of that, transformers, you'll get it in like three to four years. And so I think at least spending that much time in each kind of thing, go to solar, do, you know, work for a company, be their, their one electrician, because most solar companies are just a bunch of laborers and then like one electrician that goes in back and, you know, and double checks everything. But getting to do so many solar installs is going to give you a very high degree of understanding about those environments. So um, it just kind of, again, just depends on what you like, uh, what kind of brain and patience that you have. I'm kind of an impatient person. Uh, it's like patience is something I actually have to constantly work on and work towards. Um, I'm not a very slow worker, um, pretty fast. I have a pretty fast like pace in life. When I walk somewhere, I walk with purpose. I'm not like dragging my heels on the ground and walking moseying up to a thing. You know, <laughs> like I get up 
out of my bed. It's like, bro, it's time to go. Boom, kick it. Let's get into gear. You know, feed the dogs, take the dogs out, make some food. Like I'm ready to go. My my general pace of life is like fast, changing. Like I want some variability. And so for me, boredom is something that, you know, I just don't want to stick in the same thing for very long. But that doesn't mean that that's wrong or that there's anything wrong with that. There are some people that would look at me and be like, dude, you need to just like chill out and sit on a beach for a while and take a vacation, calm, calm yourself down. But even that, even that, like sitting on the couch, I, I can't just sit on the couch. Like I can't, relaxing is not relaxing for me. I love having something to do. I love having a carrot out in front of me, something to chase after. I love having like 15 different things going on. Like it excites me, you know? So my personality, I think doing the service work was probably my favorite work. But after a while, you know, running into problems every single day, it was like, if all you see are problems every day, all you see our problems every day, <laughs> you know, after a while, like it starts to affect everything else in your life. You, you walk into a building to go get a cheeseburger and you start looking at the ceiling and like, oh, that conduit's crooked. Oh, this is crooked. You walk out to your car like, oh man, that's crooked. Like the, I don't like the color of my car anymore. Oh, there's a chip of paint. Oh, you walk home like your kid looks at you a certain way and you're like, oh, there's a problem there. You know, you just start seeing problems in everything. Um, it, just as much as it's really hard to not take your home life into work every day, you know, you fight with your lady or your, your guy or whatever and you get into work it's hard to not bring that into work right you, your mood all day long you're kind of affected by your home life your work life affects your home life as well you know you you spend the vast majority of your time every day all day long at work and then you know eight hours you're working eight hours you're sleeping and eight hours you're some sort of at home or, or tinkering around doing whatever but the, the portion that we're the most consistent with that, that I think impacts us and matters the most um, is our work life. And so uh, just think about like what direction you want your career to go and how that's going to affect you. Um, new construction too, you know, like a lot, there's a lot of downfalls with new construction. Uh, as, as great as it is to construct things and build things, I think that kind of you start to see a lot of possibilities and how things could be uh, psychologically. You just, you see something from, you see something uh, in your head that's going to come from nothing, you know? And I, so I think that, that can kind of like wire you a certain way. Um, but you can also think about like, well, if I need to make this happen over here, I can build this to make this happen. Um, whereas, you know, troubleshooting, you're like, oh, this thing broke, but I know how to fix it. You know, it's just a little bit different mindset. And when that's day in and day out for year in, year out, um, it will start to have an effect on you and both good and bad. But I think all in all, uh, it, it really, it just comes down to your personality. So uh, think about what you want to do with this career, especially if you're just now getting into it, but don't be so impatient that you think that you need to leave a company every year to go get experience working for a new company. While that, yes, may give you more experience and more exposure to people, nobody wants to hire somebody that jumps ship after a year. I mean, really, like I, I wanna spend the money paying you to learn and, and thinking that you're gonna stay around for a long time. It costs a lot of money to train somebody, right? If I have to spend a year paying you 40 hours a week, 20 bucks an hour, whatever it is to, to pay you, at a year, you're just getting to the point where you're kind of useful to me. And then you're gonna jump ship. It's like, damn, I just paid like, what, $30,000, $40,000 to have you leave. It's expensive. So most companies are gonna want you to stick around to, you know, yeah, really, most companies want you to stick around indefinitely and just always be there. But more realistically, it's kind of common to see people jump shift, uh, jump ship after about four, 
six years, something like that. A lot of people want to start their own thing. That's, you know, admirable and understandable. Um, some people just want to get some different experience in different things. So me as a business owner, I know if I got somebody around for four years, that's a blessing. Uh, but I definitely don't expect somebody to stick around for 20, you know. So anyways, enough blabbing at you. Hope that that helped you uh, maybe gather your thoughts if you're trying to figure this whole thing out. Should I stick around in one thing forever or should I move around a lot? Uh, move around, but you know, give the companies three or four years of your time because you need to give yourself that much time just to fully, really get good and understand uh, whatever it is that you're doing for that time. So love you crazy people. Thank you so much. Make sure you go to Electrician U, check out our continuing education. We have continuing education in most states. Well, most states that require it, at least half the U.S. doesn't even require electricians to go through continuing education. But we do for the uh, 24, 27 states that do require it. Uh, we also have our membership. You should join our membership. We have um, practice exams available for all of our members for every license type. They're printable. So you have the online timed version where you can do a simulated exam. But all those exams are also printable. So you can just take them with and, you know, eat them on your lunch break. Don't eat them on your lunch break. You, you can eat and take uh, practice exams on your lunch break. Uh, we also, members have all of our premium videos that don't show up on YouTube or anywhere else. So it's members only. We have courses that we put out that are members only. And we're reconstructing how we're doing our membership. So it's going to be kind of gamified with levels and things like that. So come check out our membership and uh, see you guys in the next one.